slash and cast. Our live fiends, welcome to Handle with Scare, presented by the Slashing Cast Podcast Network. Our show discusses horror movies and the phobias they emphasize. How uh, we are smack dab in the middle of botanophobia and the fear of plants. And uh, tonight we're visiting one of my favorite 2021 releases uh, that hit Hulu in Gaia, which is uh, pretty sure first time watch for both of you. So really anxious to hear your thoughts. And, uh, you know, I figured after we watched the happening that I was like, okay, we need to, we need to find an absolute, yeah. uh, banner of a movie to wash <laughs> the bad taste out of my mouth. Cause you know, the happening was ugh, not, not a, not a happy revisit on my part. Uh, but all in all, you know, there's some very interesting, interesting things in Gaia. Uh, some really intriguing, like, uh, you know, uh, creature effects. Mushrooms come into play. There's a lot of, like, hallucinogens in some parts. But it's a really fun ride, and uh, I hope more people are going to go check it out, because uh, this was one that kind of, like, flew under the radar this past year. Uh, so anytime we could, you know, ease one of these in, I am all for it. Uh, but I, of course, am your host, Emily Druck, and with me tonight are my co-hosts, Howard Hi. Hoochie John, and guys, how are you two doing Good. 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 <laughs> Good. <laughs> They're fantastic. And, of course, you know, we are slowly winding down the month. Uh, just a heads up, next month we will be doing the Halloween favorites again, much like we did uh, this past year. So figuring out what movies we'll be doing, but we'll definitely be tackling the new Hellraiser, which is going to be hitting Hulu here in just a couple of weeks. But we're here to talk about killer plants. And, uh, you know, last week we talked on end about how, you know, we watched a movie where people are supposed to be afraid of the wind and plants, and they really just didn't convey that at all. Uh, this week, we have some interesting creature effects. We have... Uh, survivalists, basically, who are completely detached from uh, the rest of the world, who are just living in the woods. You know, maybe they're mushroom foragers, maybe they're not. You know, you'll find out here in just a bit. But I want to get your your first impressions on Gaia, since this was a first-time watch for you guys. I'll go first. Mm -hmm. I loved it. I thought it was really smart. I thought it, you know, really kind of scratched that intellectual itch where you want, you want your movie to have a couple of different layers. It beautifully filmed uh jesus christ like it was it had it was just really really a good looking film the acting was crazy good the story i thought was good there were some on the nose spots but i didn't mind i liked it all the way through thumbs up yeah it was good definitely uh yeah this the look of the movie the cinematography was really good definitely uh right off the bat it felt like a you know, yeah. a higher-end movie. I'm sure For it was sure. a low-budget movie, but it felt like a big-budget movie. Maybe all the budget went into the really good camera, because that was great. 
Yeah, of course, really early on, too, you know, we get a lot of drone shots. And, of course, my first thought is, like, if that was me, that would have been, like, hitting a tree within, like, 10 seconds. <laughs> you know, they, they kicked it off with that upside-down shot, which I'm still not, you know, uh, over. Like, I'm, I'm still liking that. I dig it. <laughs> but, but it is like, oh, yeah, we've seen that before. Yeah, I got it. It's funny because uh, I feel like the drone shot is becoming sort of the official low-budget yeah. film thing to do now. It's very good-looking, though. Like, mm-hmm. it, yeah. But it's extremely well done in this movie, so mm-hmm. it's excusable. Because there's a lot of drone shots in low-budget movies where it literally just looks like, like, oh, we flew the drone you know, around the house or whatever. But here they actually do cool cinematic things with it. And the cool upside-down shot where you're seeing them in the reflection of the water instead of the, sure. you know, the seeing them, which uh, was really good and kind of psychedelic like, right off the bat. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I've never really done, I mean, not really, like, done a lot of mushrooms or, you know, <laughs> felt the, the psychedelic effects of them. So I feel like I might have missed a little bit more of that level of, oh, the drug-induced you know, insanity part of the movie. But, um, but yeah, I mean, like, going back to even starting, just the start, uh, the, the two uh, actors on the, on the canoe going down the river, like, they had a really natural way about them. Like, it's just immediately sucks you, sucked me into the movie. And uh, they just played really, everybody in the movie just played really well off of each other. Mm. There's only, like, four people. Yeah, definitely. If yeah. you don't count the... If you don't count the mushies. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the clickers. Is that what they were uh, called? The clickers? No, well, I'm just joking. No, it's very reminiscent of Last yeah, of Us. I was going to say, bring that up, of course. And we can, you know, bring that up when they appear. Uh, when we, I don't want to jump too far ahead. Yeah. But uh, I kind of figured mm-hmm. you had probably seen that, too, and made that connection. And I did a quick mm-hmm. look. Uh, and other, and there are some articles yeah. where pe- other people are like, so this movie is basically a prequel to Last of Us. <laughs> uh, it, sort of the way that the uh, Snowpiercer was secretly in the uh, Willy Wonka universe. This movie <laughs> is sort of secretly in the Last of Us universe. Well, yeah, I mean, it could be a prequel if you consider the ending for sure. Mm-hmm. There you go. So I think we, we should, we could, this is definitely a, a good candidate to go like scene, or not scene by scene, but act by act for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and of course, like it is important to note like this one since it did come out in 2021. It's very, uh, it's more of a pandemic set, like eco horror movie. Uh, but, you know, really early on, you know, you see uh, the two characters who were, like, going down the river in their canoe. And, uh, you know, like, r- right out the bat, like, when they're flying their drone, of course, you know, they run into a little bit of trouble because, you know, the signal ends up dropping as they end up uh, basically bumping into uh, one of the woodsmen that live in the general area. And, of course, they don't really know that, like, there's other people around that so really catches them by surprise when, you know, they don't have that signal. Uh, but, you know, I, I I laughed so hard at the beginning because, like, initially, you know, like, the guy just looks at the woman, he's like, oh, a typical whitey, you know, trying to run off, you know, at the first sign of danger. Like, oh, what's that noise? Yeah. You know, we got to go and investigate. Yeah. I was asking, uh, what location were they supposed to be in? Was it supposed to be South Africa or? Okay. I think it was, yeah. I had to actually look it up because they didn't, 
say at the beginning. Mm -hmm. They just kind of assume, I guess they maybe assume you know, or they figure it doesn't quite, that it doesn't necessarily matter to the story. But I was, yeah, right away, I was like, wait, I got to look up where this is because the location of the terrain look. I mean, it could be parts of America in this movie, yeah. the way the forest looks. But uh, I wasn't sure at first, but yeah, South Africa. And gotcha. Yeah, they've got their trail cameras that out, and the we see the. What were they supposed? To, what were they looking for again? I think they were basically just. just or... uh, they were like game warden type. Okay. I think it was like maybe a uh, preserve area, you know. Because they didn't have, they just had like sort of research equipment. They didn't have anything mm -hmm. to like defend themselves or anything right. other than their knives, which came in so handy. <laughs> no, they, I think they had those game cameras just to take, just to catalog like what animals are walking around mm. in the area. And Mushies. Like that. Nice. But the, the survivalists were putting mud over the lenses and messing up the camera. Ah, is that what it was? Because, yeah, there's that little scene where he's like, but yeah, like the Christmas or the, the color choices in the, in the, the cinematography were like really nice, like just mm -hmm. really vibrant. And it was, it was cool to see, which of course came in handy once the fun guy started moving in, but mm -hmm. let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> and they, oh, go yeah. ahead. I was going to say, like, it's not long before uh, Gabby, you know, is wandering off in the in the forest and, you know, falls into a trap, you know, like people do. You know, happens all the time. You know, you start running and you uh, you hit a bear That trap. one was a rough one, man. Like, she, oh, The stick, oh, the stick the to foot. her foot. <laughs> I was fine with that, but I swear, like, I, just to nitpick a tiny bit, she had, like, those full-on... Boots, yeah, you know, and I was like, You think they would have that stick really get through? <laughs> Shouldn't it have broken? <laughs> but it, I mean, it's fine, it's fine. But uh, but it was, you know, the, just because of the way that it was like a spring trap that stuck the the sharpened stick through her foot, it's like maybe a regular shoe, but <laughs> that's just nitpicking, maybe a flip flop, yeah, exactly. Some crocs or something, but... <laughs> some holy crocs. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's fine. Yeah, no, it's a good scene, though. She gets the stick through her. She foot. gets the stick. Right, so then she manages to find a tiny little cabin where she goes to lay down and is trying to message her partner, who at this time is having a worse time, if you can imagine, right? Mm -hmm. So he's being attacked by the mushies. Or what do you guys call them? The clickers? Clickers. Clickers. The clicking mushies. <laughs> and uh, um do we see what eventually happens to him? It's just tendrils of, like, fungi, isn't it? Yeah, we, we see, like, the creeping vines or what roots uh, mm -hmm. coming towards him. and Two very different approaches from our monsters. I mean, if they're mm -hmm. not beating you to death, they're just very, you know, gently putting their tendrils on you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wonder, it's like, just literally right now, I was, like, wondering if, like, because... Like you said, there's two kind of distinct, you know, there's the kind of pollen we see or really early spores. on, it releases the spores. And yeah, out in, and we see it kind of spreading around the forest and uh, it kind of spreads itself that way. But then we also see what probably my only complaint about the effects is that those creeping root vines look a bit CG. Mm -hmm. And I, 
I don't know if maybe those were added on later because they wanted something more, like, to kind of add a little okay, to it okay. where it's not just the spores. I don't know. But because we kind of see them, you know, creep in on people and then they kind of come back and they kind of hide. And So we get our very first, like, very beautiful scene, which is where I forget her partner's name. Winston? No. Was it a W name? I can't remember either. Anyway, well, he, uh, he's attacked, and then he's just, you find him, and you think he's dead, but he's just basically defeated. He's got that big orange-yellow mm -hmm. mushroom growing out of his forehead, and, mm -hmm. like, the whole scene is just really good-looking, like, the colors of the forest and everything just looked really good. So, but at this point is when we get introduced, well, I guess we were introduced earlier to Stefan and his dad. What was his dad's name? Shoot. I don't remember anybody's name. It's uh, a Baron. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember. Oh yeah, Baron. So uh, that w I really liked how um, you 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 get a um, a initially you get a sense like they're attacking them like they're they're uh, the um, they're the villains of the movie and then very slowly you come to understand that they're not at all and then later it just kind of turns on its head altogether. <laughs> The fungus creatures, or the fungus. No, no, the, the, the father or son. Oh, team. yeah, yeah, that you think they're bad at first. And they the way they're introduced, they almost look right. like, the sabotage. like creatures. Exactly. You just see his one hand, and it's and all kind of weird skinny, looking. So you're like, Ooh. And, yeah, they're really skinny. Uh, but, yeah, they almost like seem like zombies or some kind of yeah. weird thing in the forest but yeah then they're actually okay yeah like, like yeah when you first see them they're covered in mud which is which makes a lot of sense later just because they're it's camouflage and it's probably you know help with some other you know issues in the forest but then of course later once they get home they, they clean themselves up and like then they're mm -hmm. then they're cool they're all covered with mud yeah well, yeah, that's how you heal your wounds. I have no forest. fucking clue. You know, just get a couple of snakes, grab some mud, throw it on, <laughs> good to go. Desert. You know? Everything just dries out. Yeah, the, the special healing properties of the the fungus area, like the dirt. or the, Sure, yeah. The, which I'm sure, yeah, comes from the same fungus creature. They do have, like, that great potion they put on our foot that makes it all, all better. It's just like, what the fuck? Because mm -hmm. it's all completely healed over. They're like, that's, that's some fancy medicine. Oh, and they're eating porcini mushrooms. And he's like, these are super expensive in your fancy restaurants. And you're like, my fancy restaurant? <laughs> so already, like, you know, we got Baron or the dad sort of uh, expressing uh, some, some, some low level of hatred of, of like, society. Mm -hmm. yeah. Which, do we see the tree with... The tree that he goes to, don't we see that pretty early on? Is that where the the spores come from early on? Well, his the tree I think was his wife. Oh well, there was that part. Yeah, yeah. and then like he gives her <laughs> offerings, and she gives him like these mushrooms that'll keep him from growing mushrooms. But was it the? Uh... <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's a little. It's it's the movie. I'm still thinking about it. I'm still processing the movie. Yeah, I didn't know if that mm -hmm. was... I don't know if I'm jumping ahead too much, but if the wife... Was she the tree... Like, the main kind of god? Tree, or was it... Well, I mean, they said... He says that it's... Uh, it's the it's that network of uh, a fungi that I was talking about. Uh, I can't remember if it was last... Uh, or last recording. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I talked happening. about... Yeah, the, there's that... The Radio Lab <laughs> podcast uh, 
from Tree to Shining Tree, which is when they, they only recently like discovered the, this network of fungi that live just below the forest floor. Mm-hmm. So he was referring to that as it being like older than the gods and and mm-hmm. some really nice lines yeah, there as well. And then his wife, um, they reveal much later in the movie, so we'll have to like say that just to be able to jump back, that um, she was have, she had cancer and him, both of them, I think they had some sort of a technical field experience, like uh, chemical engineers or something like that. She was a survivalist with them, right? Yeah. But she didn't last very long, basically. So, uh, yeah, she had cancer and she died and she became part of the forest, I guess. Mm. And that's what... And Which she was where still, we see, like, where she's kind of... So is she Gaia? Or is the girl... Or, or is well, Gabby Gaia? Well, I think they were saying <laughs> it's been around for a lot longer. Ah, the dirt is Gaia. Wait. But it did seem like <laughs> maybe the reason why it shows them to be their, the kind of, like, apostles is uh, because of her merging with it, Maybe? Maybe? <laughs> I feel like that's going to be a lot of us. That's what we're going to talk for the rest of the movie. Like, maybe it means this. When they have that <laughs> shot where you can see that it's her body, but she's like Almost transformed in, into a tree. Yeah. Is that the main tree where he goes and I, gets yeah, the I mushrooms so. and everything? I it think, is, is that yeah. It is, right? So she must have kind of merged with yep. it. Yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, I think that's got to be then why they were sort of chosen to be right. the people to... And things are kind of, I mean, things are happening. The pacing is really great in this movie where it feels mm-hmm. like it's moving forward really quickly. Mm-hmm. But then now that we're talking through it, it's like, well, it only seems like four things happen and then that's the movie. Yeah. So, I mean, like she arrives at the cabin, they find her, they heal her, they go on a little walk. And then when they come back, they get attacked by the mushies. Well, uh, wait, no, they get attacked by the mushies and she's fine or they're fine. And then later they, the next day they go for a walk and that's when they find her partner. Mm-hmm. And he's covered. Yeah. And then he has that really cool scene where he kills himself with an arrow, which was very emotional, <laughs> but also very visually cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not in terms of story, not a lot happens, but it's There's a lot of visual. subtext. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of visual storytelling and cool shots. And... So at this point, she decides to stay with them. And like the whole story becomes very like biblical somehow. Mm-hmm. Where he turns into Abraham, and then she's both like, like you know, uh, you know, m- representing humanity and decadence, and having a weird uh, se- semi-sexual sort of interaction with the underage, like you know, or coming-of-age son. Mm. Uh, yeah, it was it was really interesting. It got really like deep, you know, and uh, I'm st- and I'm still trying to figure out what everything's supposed to mean. <laughs> Yeah, you know, she's trying to corrupt him by, you know, trying to seal his soul by taking a picture, and she's trying to seduce I mean, him, I think she's, wearing her, you know, like, like a little, like, potato sex. sex. Though, right? And it's really funny, because in the movie, like, when you first see her, she's a pretty lady, but then by the time, like, you, we get to this part of the movie where where it's just the three of them, and she's starting to interact more with the, with the young son, then she becomes, like, the hottest woman I've ever seen. I'm like, when did this happen? And she hasn't bathed. <laughs> like there's that scene where she's just laying naked on that moss covered like tree stump or something over the water and i was like wow that's a very good looking movie <laughs> but yeah i wasn't sure like i think it's it's supposed to maybe represent like the she's she might be the decadence but more than anything she's supposed to be humanity because the dad is trying to keep him away from society and uh there's but you know his lust for her so i'm guessing is supposed to be representative of the fact that 
we're just social creatures and we're just going to want to be with each other, you know, in, in mass and groups. And, and, um, and there's, there's that, that's as undeniable as it is that, you know, that we're an awful species or something. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Uh, yet when she was showing him her Instagram yeah, <laughs> and, uh, she, she's like a ranger, like a game warden mm-hmm. type of person. But I was thinking when she was like showing him her Instagram, she I was like, she's like, here's my Instagram. I have 500,000 followers. Oh, she did? No, but I was joking, like <laughs> jokingly thinking that because when she was showing him the picture, they're all these like full on look like pro modeling pictures. Yeah, they she do. Looks like a model. It's just like, oh my God. She would... In real life, she would have a ton of followers, for yeah. sure. <laughs> she's like, I make more money from ad deals with Instagram, but I like being a ranger. <laughs> I make my money from, from Instagram, but I, I ranger for my soul. <laughs> oh, she's a ranger for fun. <laughs> and the travel. But yeah, you were saying Abraham. That's what I was trying to remember, because there's the thing in the Bible where God tells to kill Abraham his, to his kill his son, son. And then stops him right before he does, which mm-hmm. happens as well in, this, in, mm-hmm. in the movie. So in the movie, uh, Gabby is, has convinced Stefan to come back into civilization with her. Mm-hmm. And he's on his way to do so, but his dad stops him. Although at this point, dad's already decided he's going to try to kill him. Um, but basically talks him into coming and staying with him and he does which i was very surprised gabby didn't win that fight mm-hmm. and uh and so back at the tree where the the mushies no not the mushies where the little mushrooms are being <laughs> given out or the communion i guess the communion mushrooms um that's when gabby is able to stop him from killing stefan yeah. Yeah. so but, yeah I mean, so that the the abraham sort of uh, analogy so He's sort of, sort of looking like you know. Clearly, he's representing religion, um, and and how it's not that much better than just the you know, it, like his ideas of, of of religion are not that much better than just being in society and, and, and eating burgers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. It's important to note too that like the fun guy in this movie, you know, multiple times we can see like how rapid growing it actually is. Because, uh, like, even, like, during some of, like, the nightmare sequences uh, with Gabby, we see, like, that fungi starting to grow and sprout from her body uh, at multiple mm. different, oh, like, was... patches. Uh, you know, whether it's her arms or her legs. Uh, but, you know, like, it, you know, what I really liked about Baron is just the fact that, like, he was, a like, a plant pathologist. So, like, it tied in perfectly awesome. with, like, the reason why he was actually there. And he's he's seeing, like, all of, like, these, uh, like, restorative properties that, like, the Earth actually has. Uh, which is, you know, also, like, more of a reason for him to, like, actually stick around. Because, you know, he's doing, uh, like, his science work, too, on top of, you know, basically... Uh, appeasing, you know, mm-hmm. the god that lives underneath the soil here. And a cool thing that the movie is doing is it's uh, it's sort of saying that our idea of god and religion comes from this thing, which is, you know, the, like, which is sort of the real god of the earth is, um. is this actual fungus thing and that... Mm-hmm. And that kind of ties in there are people who believe that human intelligence and consciousness 
came about because of eating psychedelic mushrooms oh. back in the ancient world it's and think nuts. that that like triggered the change that like kind of put us online mm -hmm. yeah that's crazy you know um what was i gonna say well back to that uh that story the the podcast that i was talking about talking about that network um they they move protein and they basically negotiate sugars in exchange for protein from trees and and are able to give trees, you know, the their 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 barks basically, because otherwise, if it was just sugar, it wouldn't it wouldn't just have enough to 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 formulate those the thick bark that they have, that some of them have, and uh, and we're talking like freaking like salmon that were thrown on the forest floor by a you know passing bear, mm. <laughs> and where fungus are able to move that into like the the soil, and it's just it's um you know what I'm I'm interested in that religion yeah let mm. me send me some pamphlets. I will get the newsletter. <laughs> it has good uh, body horror with the fungus growing on your skin and having to pull it off. And oh. it's getting into your system, which is good. It's a fun one. That was really fun. <laughs> Yeah, the the whole time though, when like you start to see like Winston like decay in, and you see more and more fungi growing on his body, my only thought was it's like you know I could probably go to like Michael's right now and find like yeah, just like a decoration, <laughs> yeah. like around Halloween, you know, definitely. Well, and that's the thing too, by the way, like the how fast they grow is they do like fungus fungus does grow really fungus fast. grow really quick. Those like overnight long you know? mushrooms that they would show, like those white ones, you see those growing out weird places. But it it's definitely what uh the happening was trying to sort of yes. do. Where but it did it better because it had the effect. <laughs> it did it better. <laughs> Wait, the happening did it better. <laughs> no, no, this movie guy okay. did it better. I was gonna say geez. Because uh <laughs> They had the effect of the seeing the spores go out right. and spread around. That was very nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you you actually mm -hmm. saw the wind. And so you understood what was happening and why it was yeah. happening and everything. And how it worked and all that. It, it, they visually, you know, made it clear how the rules and how this thing worked and spread itself and everything. Ooh. And that was good. Mm. I was thinking, yeah, I had the lore. Mm -hmm. It had the lore for John. Definitely. And the guy who had the scientist who explained things, too. That's always fun. Silly. You got A mad scientist when you think about it. He's yeah, a mad crazy. scientist, too, which is cool. It's kind mm -hmm. of a secret mad scientist that kind of slip it in there without yeah. really... I really like the... Uh, um, the. I mean, we talked a little bit about the sort of really inappropriate relationship between Gabby and Stefan. And I, I thought it was... I thought it was like well done, you know, like where I was very uncomfortable <laughs> and the maid and the maid Stefan, like they really pointed out like his youthfulness, right? There's a, there's a moment where he's looking at the camera and the, and it's, it's very close to his face and you're seeing all of his like teenage acne and you're seeing like his, his narrow shoulders and stuff. Well, I mean, not that, you know, only prepubescent boys <laughs> or prepubescent boys have like narrow shoulders, but you know what I mean? Like they're showing like how, how really young he is. Mm -hmm. And you never really get an understanding of how old Gabby is, but it is very clear that she is a grown woman and yeah. he is a young, you know, teenage boy. Yeah. And, and then like the, and so that's, you know, and so you understand from his point of view, like why he would behave the way that he does, 
because you know he's a teenage boy but from the gabby point of view like you, you that's the part that it's not that it, her behavior wasn't typical of a of a grown woman it was mm -hmm. typical i'm not typical but like like i said rip, it was it was a it was a metaphor right so it she was you know a stand-in for for you know uh like i keep saying like standing for for being part of humanity for for not being isolated for being out in the world mm -hmm. the world that's scary and dirty and gross and 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 sticky but also that's where all the fun stuff is and Stefan's really mm -hmm. only known the forest because he's that's the only place he's lived because uh, he was conceived at the house that they live in and you know his mom had died of uh it was bone cancer and it was like 13 years so in, prior let's say he's it. 16 17 um, so we're talking like he's a little kid yeah yeah he's yeah. definitely under yeah he's definitely under 18 so you know that's all he really yeah. knows at this point in time and you know obviously like his dad's putting him to work like he he has his you know duties around the house like chopping the wood uh, and everything but like the part that really made me laugh is like when he's just like awkwardly staring at <laughs> gabby as she's sleeping and then she wakes up and then he's like there to like, yeah but he's like not awkward at all or, like, he doesn't feel the awkwardness at all he's just point yeah, blank staring know. no <laughs> any better. but uh and then i was gonna just do one more thing about that she was mm -hmm. gonna say that um and i also appreciated that they as uh, flirtatious as their friendship was and never became physical so it kind of it also made you think like oh well then why aren't we taking it there I mean, for obvious reasons, but you know, uh, uh, you know, higher reasoning and like, why, what the, what is it contributing to the story that their, their friendship is so hypersexual, but then, you know, whenever they get very close, it's just a hug. And, uh, and so I don't know, they just keep thinking mm -hmm. that was, it was just very, very uh, thought provoking. Yeah, he... So. Yes, Safan gets a hug and his Yeah, I forgot about that. Well, that's his mom. <laughs> It was an it was an it was an it was yeah, an antichrist moment. I, was I prefer too. my I prefer Willem Dafoe for sure. That seriously, <laughs> there is like a scene that's exactly yeah. like that in that movie. But the relationship, right. I thought at first it was meant to be like <clears throat> between she Stephane was Gabby? Yeah. yeah that she was basically like seducing kidnapped, and then she was oh. trying to figure out how to escape, and oh, she realized that okay. he was attracted to her. So she started trying, trying to, work to in that use angle. that to yeah. help her escape. I kind of thought that too. Like the very first time she smiles at him, or something like mm -hmm. that, or when they're taking like selfies and stuff. And she's like, "We gotta go." Like I don't think but at that, first, how, but then yeah. she does change though, where she does start to like him. And the power dynamic kind of shifts around, right? So it goes from her, from us feeling like she's a captive, to then her, you know, actively coming back. And becoming, well, I mean, uh, and that happens through the very end, but it just, it, you know, the power dynamics change in that. And I feel like that's, again, like when everything goes biblical. And I'm one, I'm trying to think back now to when she was ingesting mushrooms and if that also coincides with the timing. Because, I mean, like, there's got to be a huge element of just like, you know, the psychedelic. Yeah, which they do show, like, uh, the mushrooms. There's that ritual she goes through, but that's a little later in the... Well, does she still feel like a captive when she does that, when she goes through that? I think she might have, right? I mean... In terms of, like, what's happening in the story, like... Mm -hmm. she, mm. It's hard to say when she kind of changes. What not there a point where they let say she can leave and she chooses to stay or something? Yeah, because and and the dad's already done with her. He's like, okay, you need to go. You've been looking at my son too much. Mm -hmm. But it... 
Well, I think I, I think the turning point though was when the creatures eventually break into the house and like the guys mm -hmm. like, defend her basically because that's when like the fungus is like trying yeah, to like, attack her when she was sleeping, and you know that 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 whole time like when you see like the you know the branches you know the only thing I'm thinking of is like okay are are mm -hmm. they gonna evil dead this oh with, yeah uh, with, with the, the branches and the lady I thought about that too <laughs> you know. <laughs> Which I guess we can finally talk, yeah, about the uh, the creatures, the which I guess are meant to be people who have been fully taken over by the mushroom or by the fungus and are now like sort of just like drones. Yeah, but it sort of like happens differently because when her friend gets infected, he chooses to kill himself. Mm -hmm. So he still has. I guess he at that point, had, become one. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. But then on, when she passes. She just is covered like a. Actually, it's very beautiful, right? It's very mm -hmm. like, uh, like she's buried in 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 rose or flowers because like they're fungi, but like they're so pretty and diverse mm -hmm. that it looks like a garden. It's a fungus garden, which kept reminding me also of Annihilation. Yeah, the fungus body in that one mm -hmm. felt uh, similar to that, but um, but yeah, the, so. They so yeah so I've never played Last of Us but I do play other games and I follow the video game world so I know about it and it's a hugely popular game and I've seen all kinds of stuff with it and so when they first started showing the um, the fungus creatures I was like Wait a okay minute. this looks exactly like the creatures from Last of when Us when did that come out. I checked, and it came out before, 2017, I believe. Mm, that's plenty of time out. for them to know better. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is not only that, but one of the main fungus creatures in the movie has the exact same head where like the, it's that split yeah. where it comes out. There's a Last of Us creature where ha, that has that exact I haven't played look. the game either, but I've seen images of those guys. So, yeah. And what and what's funny too is uh, it's they the mad scientist in this movie says that the fungus attacks your eyes, lungs, and, and lungs first. Other wet stuff, yeah. And what's funny is I when I wanted to check when I checked about the comparisons between Last of Us and this. In Last of Us, they make clicking noises because the fungus the fungus blinds them, so mm -hmm. they have, they use like an like, echo location, yeah. like a bat. And these creatures in this movie click. They don't say they use them as echolocation, but the they scientist either, says yeah. that it attacks your eyes. So I was like, okay, this is this literally meant to be connected uh, to the move, like <laughs> to the game? Is it a purely a coincidence? What's the game about? The game is about um, a fungus that basically it's a zombie. It's a zombie story with the twist that the zombies are created by this fungus outbreak. So yeah, it is a in the world, I guess. So it's and so yeah, there's a couple of articles online that basically say you know are like this movie is essentially Checks like out. a preview, like a prequel of The Last of Us, and mm -hmm. sort of explains the outbreak of the. Which you know, by the are way, they, they're doing an HBO you? series of yeah. The Last of Us. Yes. Uh, uh, There's an uh, FYI. Uh, <laughs> among us. Mm -hmm. Oh, last of us. Sorry. Of uh, last of us. Yes. Yeah. That's That's else. a different game. <laughs> no, that's yeah. that's more bodies, bodies, bodies. Well, I was know. gonna say, can we go back to the part where Baron's fucking the ground? 
Oh my God. Yeah. What does that mean? I mean, well, that's so <laughs> his wife, but also the yeah. goddess. It's Gaia and it's his, his wife. wife. So he can't even detach his sexuality from, from like his, his, uh, I don't know, his, from his ideology and, uh, but somehow expecting his son. Oh, that's the thing too. It's like sort of completely denying the fact that his, his son is, is having like these, her, these hormonal changes and needs mm-hmm. while, you know, not disregarding his own. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I felt like he was, I felt like he was portraying religion and like he was a representative of religion and a bad one at that. Like he was basically like, Hey, this is, uh, this is, uh, mm-hmm. he's got a lot of, he's, he's making a lot of sense in a lot of different ways. Uh, but also he is, he can be a little hypocritical. He, he's willing to kill his son. So he's fanatical. He's, um, he's just all the bad things about religion as well. Mm-hmm. But apparently the the mm-hmm. the guy you know Gaia did tell him specifically to do yeah. it, and then so it seemed also like the the Gaia was giving them those specific mushrooms as a way to keep them from transforming. Did you notice that? Or yeah, but I thought it was also. That idea? But his wife's in the tree, so is his wife Gaia and Gaia's his wife, or they became melded. Oh. And there's that cool scene, by the way, sorry to, um, where when the young son, (laughs) he gets fed the mushrooms that will help him and then he runs over and And kisses her and puts them in her mouth and And he's like, eat those. And then it helps her with her fungus problem. Mm -hmm. (laughs) With her yeast infection. (laughs) With her leg yeast infection. (laughs) Where Gaia is like deliberately using them them as in their human form. Well, maybe it's like transform. So you get a sense and not, you know, not to spoil the movie, but I will, um, that it's a, it's a growing contagion, right? And it's slowly spreading. And there, these two people or these two, this father son team are the only ones that are being spared in this sort of microcosm that they kind of have going on. And I'm wondering if the only reason they're being spared is because his mother did meld into the Gaia tree. Right, right. And so kind That's of like sparing them as like the last semblance of like, this is my son and my man mm-hmm. and I'm going to help them out as much as I can. Oh, that rhymed. It also makes me wonder if like, because I was thinking about like why now if Ga- if the Gaia creature has been alive for tens of thousands of years you know, why has it just kind of stayed to this one area? Well, that's when the happening kicks in where it got mad. It finally got mad. But but now (laughs) I'm kind of thinking that maybe it was merging with his wife that sort of kicked off, like took it to the next level where now it's sort of conscious and intelligent in a way where once it absorbed her. Well, I feel like it would have had a lot of opportunities to absorb people though. Yeah. Well, I mean, it clearly absorbed those other people who were no, creatures. We don't know who they are or where they came from, but they must have started out as humans. They, they're probably not mm-hmm. funguses that, like, shaped themselves into human shape and then started running around. I love. I, I really love that scene where uh, Gabby's trying to convince <laughs> him to leave with her. And she was like... You can do whatever you want. You mm-hmm. can learn to read and write, and you can work with me. And I'm like, that's you need a lot more than reading and writing skills to yeah. make it in life. <laughs> like you can't do anything. Yeah, give me, uh, yeah, give me flashbacks of the people under the stairs where it's like, <laughs> it's like this guy's got a lot, a long road to go. If he's gonna live in the regular world. He's not going to just move there and be like, okay, cool. Like, I have a job now and I'm <laughs> it's 
live under a bridge and it's like, lemon. Yes, <laughs> he has no idea how to live in the regular world. And she's like, no, it's cool. You can just get a job and you'll be fine. You'll work with me. Yeah, it's like the the extent is basically being like a door greeter or yeah. like a yeah, exactly. like someone flipping signs. But then that's that's you know, that's, 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 that's a level of like we'll tell people you're 18 and you're my nephew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you'll be we'll pretend we're family, but we'll oh, be secretly in a relationship. So gross. <laughs> but I I wonder. I guess you could sort of say that her attitude of like wanting to stay changed because she was starting to become infected by the fungus and was, you know, wanting to stay because she was kind of being transformed. Yeah, that's the other thing, too, that we haven't talked about, like the transformative or the the psychological effects that we can attribute to the to the character's motion, I mean, uh, actions from being exposed and having and, and then eating the mushrooms because there's so many scenes of like, oh, no, I was just dreaming. Oh, no, that was just mm-hmm. a dream, which can be a little annoying. But the uh, thing is, and this is like goes with the body horror and is a cool thing about this movie that I like, is that when they show the spores floating around in real life, you can inhale certain kinds of fungus spores and they will start growing mushrooms and funguses in your lungs. So, I mean, in real life, like this, what happens in this movie can basically happen to you. Mm -hmm. And so I think she was, in fact, she inhaled, basically everybody in that area of the forest has inhaled those spores and is infected. And so her infection is spreading and it's, it's affecting her dreams because it's in her head. You know, it's affecting her mind, I think. This is this dovetails in so nicely with what you were saying, that um, some people believe that eating mushrooms was what gave mm-hmm. humans consciousness. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, like, I can... I'm no scientist, but I can buy into that easy. Mm-hmm. I can't, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I think the dreams... Yeah, I, I, I kind of didn't... I wasn't a huge fan of the dream fake-outs. Nobody I, is. Why do they keep doing that I shit? Know. I, I, I know. Exactly. It, it, I didn't mind it at first, but they do it a lot, and it was like, okay, come on. Like, One little thing I did like about it was that it kind of, again, the whole, like, the, 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 the switch we were talking about earlier, right, that they flip. So when sh- they do a couple of the fake-outs of the dreams, she'll dream she has mushrooms on her skin, and then when she wakes up, and she takes them off, right? Which is a really good scene of her tearing them off and they're holding on to her skin. And then she wakes up and her and her skin is fine. And so they do that a couple of times or twice. And, uh, and that's the definition of a couple. And But then by the third time, like she stays in that dream state and she has much, and she has uh, fungi on her skin and she is fucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I thought that part was kind of cool where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, dream world, real world. And all of a sudden, like, there is no more reality, just dream. When it, it's a cool idea, the like uh, the idea of Gaia, which is uh, that the Earth has a consciousness and that it's like it's a god. Uh, so that if you you know sort of have this fungus that's so gigantic and it's one giant uh, life form, like you could sort of say like this is you know. And a god, and so it spreads itself throughout everybody and infects everyone. Can fungi survive in the water? Is there a water fungi? Probably. Mm. I don't know, but probably. I don't know. <laughs>
I have no idea, but um, like during the dream sequences, when you do start to see like the the fungus really uh, spreading all over her body, it, it kind of reminded me of like inducing like sleep paralysis because like even when Winston is infected and he's like you know propped up against a tree, like he doesn't move. He's there the rest of the movie basically until he's fully infected and sending weird messages over the walkie-talkie. Where uh, he's just sort of saying weird, random stuff. So then we can say, because there is a lot of either, if when it's not the mushies walking around, there's a lot of uh, like whispers in the forest, which we can just assume they're, they're in the, the whoever's hearing them's brain because the mushrooms are controlling them and, mm-hmm. or because the spores are controlling them. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we already talked to in other episodes about like there's horrible uh, fungal infections that affect different species of well mm. everybody but the the one that i remember the most is those ants that like they just oh they, they turn into zombies and they grow it's insane out. yeah so actually this is this is real just not on like on, on a human level <laughs> i mean this is in a sense the same story as the happening but just better <laughs> let it go john better told but it's it better really told. Is, it's, yeah. uh, they even wait the plant even waits until a certain point to do its attack, it's you know, it's to, it, to spread itself. Maybe the whole point of keeping those two alive was to bait the right or create the right situation to send somebody forward. Yeah. Maybe well, it was that's... the sun waiting for the sun to grow up and be old enough to go forward into society and mm-hmm. infect the rest of the world. Which is, yeah, exactly what he does. He, yeah. Uh, and, uh, he... Hmm. I and, mean, he's maybe not... Gabby's all into it, but then maybe Baron isn't because that's still a son. So he still he doesn't want to sacrifice his son mm-hmm. because yeah. I mean, I guess you could almost always also say because he's I guess he's sort of meant to be sort of like the <laughs> Jesus mm-hmm. of this religion, and so not only do you have like the uh, Abraham has to kill his kid, but you also have the. Uh, where Jesus is uh, going to be killed, is sort of betrayed and going to be killed, okay. and then rises again and goes and spreads his message. And so there's a little That's bit so of that, nice. too, where... It's very nice. It's fun. He's he's the new kind of messiah for Gaia. I like, <laughs> I like nice. the ending. I mean, and so in the end, um, you know, when there's a big <laughs> confrontation where Gabby comes back, stops uh baron from killing stefan uh there is a you know a scuffle and then the mushies arrive and they leave dad to die at the hands of the mushies Mm -hmm. and then back at the cabin uh, gabby's being overtaken by the fungi and tells them to just leave her and to go out into the world right Mm -hmm. which seems like a very selfless thing or maybe the score saying you gotta go spread this around and then like the ending it was kind of sad (laughs) until i think about him spreading the spores then i feel a little better about it so the reason i thought the ending was sad was because he's walking out into the into society but it's like a really gray ugly looking city and he's wearing like a dirty hoodie and he's Mm -hmm. eating mcdonald's and you're like Oh man! <laughs> but that's, I think, the idea is like the yeah. he's gonna basically return mm-hmm. the world back to nature without knowing it potentially. Like, is he just no, going? He knows. he knows. You think? Yeah, because he's fully the dad and him are fully infected, quote unquote, mm-hmm. by the creature. They just take those mushrooms that keep it from fully taking them over, mm. and so. 
and the Gaia creature mm-hmm. tells the father, like it communicates really deliberately with mm-hmm. with them. It just does it through, you know, plant chemicals or whatever. Mm. And so I think it definitely is it it has decided that it's gonna spread itself gotcha. to the rest of the world and use the sun as as the, the catalyst the, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The, Convey. And then, like the very last scene, his food's all molded over. Mm-hmm. Or not. Yeah, I thought that was neat. Yeah, like everything he touches sort of starts to grow fungus, and and of course, since it's it's the same fungus, you know, mm-hmm. it's all the one creature spreading itself around. It's pretty great. Mm-hmm. I mean, kind of goes back to the beach house a little bit. Yeah, that was another that was yeah popping into my head mm-hmm. during this too, where. It's kind of the same story as the beach house, yeah. Where and and it's even kind of similar. Where in the beach house, there's that cool psychedelic scene where all the sort of the light, like the, the stuff is floating, the bioluminescence yeah. somehow, like on the trees, yeah. where it kind of releases as spores and, and mm-hmm. gas, like into mm-hmm. the air in the same kind of way. There's something so satisfying um, about having monsters have spores and how mm-hmm. they spread shit, and you're like, yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> when it, it plays in, I don't know if they talk about it in this movie. I think they talked about it in The Happening, mm-hmm. where in real life, you know, we're having those things where, uh, like in the Arctic, the glaciers are melting, oh, and then all yeah. of a sudden it revealed that crazy uh, blood river thing. I'm sorry, what? It was like. <laughs> I didn't hear this one. <laughs> Like so, I think it's in the Arctic or the Antarctic. That it was melting and melting and melting, and then they found this crazy like river of red that was just like in the ice that was running, and it was basically this like uh, it was like I I don't know if it was a fungus or a virus or a bacteria. I think it was a bacteria or something like that. But it was this ancient bacteria that had been frozen on the ice, and then oh as it melted, God. it was like. Out. And so in real life, you <laughs> kind of have these situations like this. That's why where, I don't have any babies, man. That's just too scary. I mean, I would be, if we're going to have a sort of apocalyptic event, I think this one might be a pretty good one. Yeah, that'd be fun. Because think about it, though, because you <laughs> inhale the spores, so you're oh. you're sort of psychoactively effect you're getting you're, the psychedelics you're you've already bought in let's put it yeah. that way too like you're convinced right away <laughs> yeah you're converted before <laughs> you your mind is probably converted before you even start changing that much you know mm-hmm. so you're it's a kind of a smooth transition and it, it's probably not that painful like the guy <laughs> the uh, the friend you know he didn't seem like he was really in pain he just didn't want to become like a weird uh, you know, uh, fungus creature. Yeah. He wanted to kill himself, but it didn't seem like he was in pain, basically. Well, uh, he kept saying, kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you come across somebody speaking that way, they're probably in some <laughs> amount of pain. Oh, but, and- but it might just affect people differently, or, or maybe it's a different kind of fungi, fungus that mm-hmm. he was particularly, you know, affected and- by. We also have, we can't also leave out, uh, he was also, that character was Definitely reminding me of Jody, Jordy Verrill, Jody Verrill from Creepshow, Stephen King. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's great. Growing over and becoming complete mm-hmm. plant, and then uh, using the shotgun at the end. But you know, he 
it's the same. I mean, well, the, I guess it's a meteor from uh, outer space with Creep Show, but uh, I guess we don't know the origin of. Well, Gaia I guess, would be natural. It wouldn't be an alien creature. Well, I mean, there's nothing saying it wouldn't be. It's just fucking old. Yeah, yeah, true. It's ancient. It's ancient. And, uh,. Mm-hmm. You know, we uh, we we can't forget the fact that we have like this whole like monologue rant from Baron, which essentially ends in him uh, saying that you know the right. world is doomed, doomed because of man. Turns out it's man. The real, <laughs> yeah, the real monster is man. <laughs> <laughs> that is, of course, the message of this movie. Yeah, the real monster was man. That's a. Whole, I mean, it's a whole genre for sure. <laughs> that that. <laughs> Uh, that theme, mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> yeah, Baron is good. I it also is a little bit of the Mosquito Coast. If you've ever seen that old school Harrison Ford movie, Harrison Ford and, and River Phoenix, <laughs> where uh, they go live out in the in the jungle. They're like, you know, uh, he's a scientist and he has his kid, and he takes them out into the jungle and they live out there to be kind of survivalist and get mm-hmm. away from society. How does that Came go? out in the 80s or 90s. I don't remember. I saw it on TV a long time Does, like, ago. puberty, like, play a big role in what happens at the end? Mm-hmm. It's a Always! Big, it's an early River Phoenix uh, movie, too, when, when he was a kid. Before uh, Indiana Jones with Harrison Ford and River Phoenix. Again. You know, when I think about running away from society, I don't think about going into the woods. I think into like I'm always thinking about like Murder She Wrote and like just living in Mendocino and riding a bike everywhere and like just a small town, just small town and writing letters to people. Mm-hmm. Like oh, I've got letters to write today. On a mechanical town. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's mostly complaints about you know my trees <laughs> or something. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> Writing angry letters to the local that's newspaper. All I, that's all I want to do with my <laughs> to life. The editor. Yeah. With my cats. But yeah, this is definitely a movie where story wise, it's like not a lot happens. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, we sat here, we're talking forest. about her, like four things happen. Mm-hmm. So like, they go into the forest, she gets kidnapped by them, they can be discover the thing, and then well, they go out. Yeah, that's sort of uh, you know the 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 trippy uh, uh, dynamic change that happens. That you know that's the big story. That's the big reveal in the movie. I like the concept too that you could have because it was also the thing with the lawns, which it on the surface, like when you talk about lawns, it sounds kind of silly mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> and kind of mundane. But how the idea that like. Every lawn in an area is a oh, single yeah. organism, uh, yeah. organism, and that even like if you have like your lawns in front of your house and the neighbors' houses and across, they're all it's like all one plant, basically. That's neat. But I like that idea of that if you were going <laughs> to have that sort of like massive sort of uh, like a creature like the thing or something where it's like a collective consciousness type of creature. That we kind of do have that in real life is kind of cool, you know. With it's only a matter of time for sure until we're all, you know, just mm-hmm. in agreement about everything and we can all just watch the same show. Well, and this movie also does the thing that we were wishing the happening did, where it's like you were saying, it's like 
the ants that get infected or like the the, um, things that sort of like manipulate where like one creature is able to sort of evolve to manipulate another creature kind of thing and use it to to its own end kind of thing uh where the ants become zombified and then do what the mind control what the thing wants it to do and that a plant or a fungus could evolve to do that to us well i mean they they already do i mean well some of them like so for example um well, it's not a fungus, but uh, rabies, right? Mm-hmm. Like, right, yeah. That, that's insane how uh, there comes a point where you become hydrophobic and uh, it won't let you, you have the terrible thirst, but it won't let you drink. That's nuts. So mm-hmm. there, there is, you know, it's, you know, it's not out of the realm of possibility for sure. Mm-hmm. And they have that thing too where cats like carry it. It's a virus or something. They have a septic bite or something. Where, uh, it makes it's but it's something that spreads out and it makes mice want to give themselves <gasps> up to the cat basically what? and make themselves I did not know about that make give themselves up they wow make, like, sacrifice themselves to the cat that basically. is some cool <laughs> shit and scientists are like there's no there isn't seem to be any connection with humans but, I doubt it. But they are kind of looking and wondering if, like, there's any That's possibility why pick up that shit. it could, like, <laughs> affect us. Yeah, because it's like, maybe there's, like, a weird, like, two-way thing where we're somehow affected in a way that... Well, I, I don't think it's a coincidence that they have faces the size of babies. <laughs> <laughs> so, is that why, like, people are just, like, constantly trying to climb exactly. into the lines, People are then? so close to the cats. <laughs> To have their arms. I do not know about that. That's crazy. <clears throat> but yeah, where you know, yeah, different kind of bacteria and viruses will make mm-hmm. you do make a creature do something against its better <sighs> interest. It's creepy. See, that's the way to do plants as scary. They take over your mind. Just the idea. It, it, I think I brought this up in one of the previous episodes too, but there's a really cool scene in uh, the sequel to Prometheus uh, where they land on an alien planet and the guy is walking around and he takes his helmet off because there's oxygen. And then there's this plant nearby and just like this movie, spores. you see the spores come out and it gets into him. But it's like, it really drives home the idea that, uh, it's like a plant could be super dangerous and in a way that you would never know. You don't have to touch it or be ne- near it even necessarily for it to harm you. If it can put out this spore or a pollen or whatever that can hurt you. You know, if you're super allergic mm-hmm. and you inhale pollen, your clo- throat starts closing up. Kind yeah, of that's thing, true. You know? That that's the way to do like a scary plant. Because the idea of scary plants on the surface is kind of silly. It's either you know? this, and that's like a brainiac approach to it, or just mm-hmm. straight up have it punch you to fucking death, like in Little Shop. Like, like Little Shop, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where it can literally eat you like yeah, a monster. Yeah, tear you apart like a monster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why I was hoping that the happening would do a little bit. Well, and that's the cool thing about... Uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which is basically a plant movie too, right? Uh, but it's insidiously can get into you and mm-hmm. convert you and change you. 
or I guess it creates a copy of you basically in mm -hmm. that movie. Pod people. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Gaia. Pretty Gaia. fucking good. It's a good one, definitely. It's a yeah, like an you know, eight, nine out of ten. Yeah, I liked it. Thing. I liked yeah. it a lot. And the pacing is really good. For sure, it, it's it's interesting because not a lot happens story wise as we as we said, but uh, it's paced well. You never really get bored. I didn't. Yeah, you know? me either. That's good. And uh, and I get bored easy. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of just them in that you know in the cabin. Yeah, a lot of the movie. <laughs> the cabin that's one room. Mm -hmm. Again, like that just goes to show the uh, the quality of movie this is, right? Mm -hmm. So not a lot of things happen. Not a lot of scenery change. One cabin room. We ne we never even saw where like uh, Gabby and and Winston were staying, right? I don't think we ever saw that. No, no. Maybe they, there was a campsite. No. No. Yes. And so we just saw where they landed there. Right. The shore. So it's like wow. Like it was. Uh, now, now that I think about it, it's really inventive. And of course the uh, the the mushroom tree that has sex with Aaron. But you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> It's impressive how, how well the movie is. And it did have that, uh, I, I, it also made me think a little bit of the upside down in uh Oh, sure, whenever like the, the red glowy tree. And oh, yeah, that. that was great, by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, that transition where it was in daytime and the spores are getting into all of them. And there's that cool shot where she looks at the uh, jungle or the forest, actually. <laughs> and yet yeah, the light, darkens down it becomes nighttime mm -hmm. like in a few seconds and that red glow comes up in Neat. The thing. it was really cool but that's like where she was i think being affected too it was sort of warping time and you know i hadn't really heard about this movie and if, if you hadn't yeah. suggested it to you like i wouldn't have watched it in fact uh i don't know what it was about the cover art which is gabby being overtaken by the forest right Sort of, I mean, like, or being, like, not overtaken, but, like, sort of melding with the forest. Because it wasn't even a fungus. It was a forest in the in the cover art. And there was, I was like, I, I don't know. There was something about it that I was like, I don't, I don't know. I felt like it was going to make me work for it. The <laughs> cover so, yeah. yeah, it just made me feel like I wasn't going to just <laughs> really enjoy the movie. Like, it was going to make me work for it. And so, you know, like, sometimes I see, I look at movies and I get a little lazy. But, oh, and what was up with the um, the language change back and forth? Mm -hmm. Is that how they speak in South Africa? Yeah, I think that was, I think it's called Afrikaans or something like uh -oh. that. But the, yeah, that's the language, that's their I learned something language, new today. Which I think is, I, it, I, it was a South African movie, and so I think that's what they're speaking, which is sort of like Dutch and something else. Interesting. Next. Or something like that. It's the language they speak, like in District mm -hmm. Nine, is also a South African movie, but oh. they speak it in that movie too. Yeah, but yeah, they switched a lot. I didn't have the subtitles on at first, and I was like, "Oh, shit. me too." I was like, "I gotta." Also, like Baron was, uh, he had, initially when he first starts talking to her, he's such a low talker that I couldn't tell what he was saying, so I had to mm -hmm. put the subtitles on. I had that. I, whenever that happens in a movie, it's funny because you know how sometimes in a movie they'll speak in a foreign language, but there aren't supposed to be subtitles. Somebody right. will either translate them or they'll say something where you understood what they said. And so for a while, I wasn't didn't realize that it was supposed to have subtitles. I thought they were just doing that. That I was like, oh, shit, okay, now okay, I'm going to turn it back <laughs> on because I don't know what they're talking about. 
But yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> but um, what was I going to say? Oh, the art. So also I have to say too that I predicted in the last episode the cover art made me feel like this was going to be similar to the ritual. Oh, okay. Which it kind of was, I think, in a way, because it has the kind the the pagan god that lives in the forest. That's true. And is being worshipped by a sort of secret cult. It has a random cabin that sort of saves the day. Mm-hmm. It's actually kind of a similar movie. I mean, this I like this story i'm a fan of the concept of the first story i read by like this was a clive barker story called rodhead rex Mm -hmm. which is a story of a pagan god that lives in the forest and then comes out and wreaks havoc but i really like that concept that there is a that there are pagan gods that nobody worships anymore but they actually exist and they're just out there. And they're like, man, I'm just hanging out here. Nobody's worshiping me. I'm Steady bears. Yeah, like I need to get out there and, and make get myself out. known again. I need to rebrand now. myself. <laughs> totally. I like that idea of, uh, of that. And I really, I like the, uh, I'm really a big fan of uh, sort of the creepy pagan spiritual force that's going to gobble you up mm-hmm. and you need to fear for not just your life, but your soul. Yeah. I don't know, T, if you've ever done a lot of camping or what kind of camping you've done, but not a lot. <laughs> I've done not a lot. I've done camping where you go out into the literal, you know, you hike a couple of miles out. So there's no picnic the table and there's no fire pit. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's real. Like I can say, the feeling is real. Where when you've been in the middle of nowhere in, in a forest or in the wilderness for a few, for several days, you really do start to understand how people develop religion. Yeah. And how in the old world and in the ancient world, you were afraid of the forest and, and the wilderness is a dangerous place yeah. and it's creepy at night. And you know, like what's out there, maybe there's like supernatural creatures. So you got to create a story to soothe yourself. Yeah. Like you really feel it. Cause you're not, it's not, you're not, you're not in your yet. house with the heater and TV. You're out, in, yeah. with the, you're out there with nature. I don't really feel like the top of the food chain too much, to tell mm-hmm. the truth, even no, in my no, apartment. No. But, <laughs> but it's particularly when you go out to the forest and you realize how unaccustomed we are to living outdoors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I get, that I get upset if my, if my white socks get dirty. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's definitely this movie is about that, like this how we've separated from nature. Not Gabby though; she took to it hard. I mean, mm-hmm. she was looking great. I mean, aside from a, a little bit of fungi growing on her on her legs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the yeah, it was a great movie. The yeah, the art was I liked the art. It kind of looks also like a heavy metal album mm-hmm. cover mm-hmm. a bit. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still thinking about the. I, I'd swear at some point they made her, they made Gabby look younger. Even I was mm-hmm. like, man, she's looking great. Okay, I'm getting a little. Yeah, because yeah, it's like, all the resorted like, properties from the skin. Like, yeah, I yeah. think they did do that intentionally, where she looked more like a regular person in the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. and then she started to kind of look more glamorous. Yeah, she did as it went on with with her potato sack. Sweater and her, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and her, 
<laughs> so yeah, I mean, is this okay? We have one more plant movie, but do we? I thought we were out of plant movies. No, we have one more. You're right. Mm-hmm. But I was going to say this is probably no. We got best. one more. Well, <laughs> Little Shop of Horrors is awesome. I guess those were the two best. Mm-hmm. We've done the three, and, then and the happening, that happening was was, was a lot of fun to talk about. I mean, even it's a good bad movie. even with this movie, like we were nice and warmed up now, but at the beginning we were like, "Gaia, that's good." Mm-hmm. And so, but I mean, like the happening was just really easy to to, to make fun of or to yeah. laugh to laugh with. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, that's the yeah, at, yeah, that's with at uh, you know. Whichever. Every part <laughs> of the happening is bad in a really good way, in a crazy, like, amazing way. And so there was a lot to talk about with that movie because mm-hmm. almost And a lot scene. of different things happen. Mm-hmm. And the hot dog man. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, this, yeah, it's funny how uh, with some really good movies, like, I mean, we've actually gone more than an hour now, but... It, I, yeah, at the beginning it, it, of this episode, it, it was kind of just like, yeah, guy is good. It's really good. Yeah. It's good. It's good. So it's, um, yeah, it's good. <laughs> but, uh, no, but it just shows how, like, uh, with visual, extremely visual movies, it's, it's sort of to, hard to, to convey, like, talk you know. about them a little bit. You know, yeah. I did kind of miss, I did, uh, what miss because they do those cool shots in the beginning and the upside down shots Mm -hmm. and i kind of hoped and thought that that would be something that would kind of run through the movie but we didn't really get any more of those and i was a little bit like i kind of wish there was a little bit more of that that kind of uh photography happening but i mean it's not a big deal like i mean I'm not. I'm not tired of drone shots, and I'm not tired of upside down shots. I like them both. Still, I'm. Yeah. I'm sure at some point I will become tired of them. But man, I. I mean, drone shots are just they. What they became super popular. What like five years ago? Yeah, probably. maybe a little more, maybe a little less. But they're kind of amazing. I think it's, <laughs> as long as you're using it creatively, for sure. Because it's just like I swear to God, like so the start of so many current low-budget horror movies is the drone drone shot shot of flying, like, to the house or around the house. Well, I mean, I was watching The Shining the other day, and they that's how they... they're the originator. Exactly. So it's like... And they had a helicopter, not a drone. (laughs) (laughs) I like how offended you were that I compared it to a drone shot. That was a helicopter. (laughs) It's just a bigger... Well, I'm just saying, like, it's just that (laughs) intro of just, like, kind of descending onto the space Mm -hmm. from very high above. And, and yes, you know, like, it depends how artistically you do it, but... Right, because in The the Shining and this movie use it well in the same way where it gives you that... The massive scope of... Yeah, yeah. like, how they're in the middle of nowhere and it's Mm -hmm. this giant forest or in The Shining. I'm so relaxed about it. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm. I don't think I'd do well in the in the nature. I I really should work on that. You never know. You know, I sh- I should be. I don't want to be a prepper. I want to be like the kind of. I want to be a survivalist. It's not the same, right? A prepper stays in a bunker. A survivalist mm-hmm. learns how to live outside. Yeah, yeah. The preppers are the ones who have like cans of beans mm-hmm. in their basement because they're gonna live in their basement during the nuclear apocalypse. Oh my god! Just That's kill me the now. Prepper. <laughs> Seriously. 
just a, I mean, side note. I like preppers and that whole thing. Do you prep a little? No. <laughs> I'm firmly, I'm firmly in the camp that you don't want to survive <laughs> yeah. the nuclear apocalypse. Trust me, it's not going to be Mad Max. <laughs> it's not going to be you and the war boys uh, driving muscle cars around the Surely desert. Surely Theron is not giving you a ride across Tell town me. to get a fucking Twinkie and some gas. So the real nuclear apocalypse is going to be horrible. You should, you should, if the bombs are dropping, you should run outside yeah. and. <laughs> Open your arms. We're talking cannibalism, people. Seriously. (laughs) It's going to be bad. Yeah, you might get turned into a mutant creature by the radiation, which would be cool. Um, It never goes the way you want it to. It's never Spider Man. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, really? It's always cancer. You don't get, exactly. (laughs) You don't get a third arm, you just get tumors. (laughs) Third (laughs) arm would be awful, too, though. I just want, I mean, if you can Mm. let. If I could figure out how to fly, that'd be great. Yeah, some wings, definitely. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want the wings. I just want the ability to fly. But <laughs> like, I think this is an okay apocalypse, as apocalypses go. Are you talking about the pandemic the or Gaia? Gaia? Okay. And this is a pandemic. I mean, this movie is 2021. <laughs> I heard somewhere that, because um, I was you know, looking at some of the reviews, that... Uh, I can't remember the name of the reviewers, shoot, but they mentioned, one of them mentioned how production started in 2019 and had to stop due to the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So the story itself was um, uh, was completed before the pandemic, but I, I'm willing to bet that it was influenced and informed by it as it was, mm-hmm. as it resumed production. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's definitely going to... I mean, why would you not, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially with the masks. Definitely. Good stuff. Neat things. So we're going from uh, mushrooms and psychedelic ah! to nice. feeding babies to one, an evil this tree. This is a wild week. card. Oh, <laughs> wait, is it a wild card? I haven't seen it. Nobody's seen it, right? I don't think any of us have seen it, right? I haven't seen have it. Have you seen it? <laughs> I, well, I, the weird, I've, the the only thing, thing I know about this I movie is I watched the preview. I'm, I'm 99% sure I've never seen the movie, but I, the preview seemed weirdly familiar. Like maybe I saw TV commercials back when it came out. But it's it's a wild card. Like we'll save it for when we talk about it, but this movie has a crazy backstory and history even mm-hmm. before the cameras started rolling. So we'll save it to talk about then, but uh, I'm excited. I'm super the guardian, right? The guardian. Yep. So next week we got the Guardian release in 1990, uh, directed by William Friedkin. Yeah, so, uh, Bug. Haven't done and, a Friedkin movie since. Most Bug. famous for The Exorcist, of course. One. And also, I like this as a pick. It, it is a plant movie technically because the it, it's a I think a wood nymph or a dryad, something like that is the is the creature. But um, <clears throat> oh boy, I just lost my old person moment. I lost my credit <laughs> file. But, uh, oh, but this is also kind of falls into the category of, I didn't really, of what seems like a relatively big movie or was intended to be a big movie with a big director Mm -hmm. and everything, but is sort of a lost movie. You know, no, 
who I'm sure there's some reviews out there of it, but I mean, this is not a movie that people talk about or that you've probably heard about. What's this the, is, the rating on Rotten Tomatoes, if you remember? Oh, I don't remember. I didn't look, but it's low. I, I think this is one of those. <laughs> I think this is going to be, I have a feeling this is going to be on par with Clowns at Midnight level of movie. I, I enjoyed Clowns at Midnight. Thank you very much. <laughs> Yeah. There's a cleaning montage. Yeah, I just hope there's a cleaning montage. Oh, yeah. Because no, yeah. it's a 90s. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying it's a 90s movie. movie so, I mean, there would have to be. And I noticed that the act, the main actress is the woman from Law and Order. <gasps> Mariska Harte? Not Mariska. She's, it's the woman from the original Law and Order. She, uh, I can't remember her name, but she has short brown hair. At first, I thought she was from Star Trek: Next Generation, but then I realized she was. It was L.A. or uh, Law and Order. I mean, oh, I know. Like she's got the super pretty she, face. Yeah, she played a lawyer. She played a lawyer. She's and like she the jaw, short brown hair, super pretty face, and oh, pretty everything. Mm -hmm. But really and she nice was face. a Bond girl in one of the eighties. Oh, nice. James, I think one of the off-brand James Bond movies where it was like one of the Tim Pierce Timothy Bra Dalton, yeah, Timothy Dalton, or someone like that. Yeah. But uh, so very 90s movie, extremely mm. 90s looking, early 90s. Nice. All right, so The Guardian, I can't mm. wait. It'll be so much fun. And also we saw, we were talking a little bit too, just got to throw in at the end of the episode, the new Hellraiser. Also, I wanted to throw in at the end of the episode that I watched, um, I watched X and Pearl, but I watched Pearl before I watched X. I haven't seen Pearl yet. It's uh, it's a good movie, but I saw it at the movie theaters. And if I'm paying money to go to a movie theater, I kind of want a lot more pizzazz in my horror movies, you know? Like, I want there to be, like, guts flying across the screen, maybe a little 3D action. I don't know. And Pearl just is kind of, you know, it's, what do you call it? Like a character. Yeah, character study. There. It's more of a character study, for sure. But yeah, we'll, oh, we'll talk see. more about it. But when, then I watched X. Have you seen X? Yes, you and I are kind of on uh, opposite sides. Of... Aren't they making a sequel? I thought. Didn't they announce that they were going to make an, another X mm -hmm. movie? I thought. Yeah, and Mia Goth. Yeah. Wait, well, Pearl, I mean, is, Pearl the is the prequel, to X? and then there's Maxine, oh, okay. which is the sequel. Is Pearl? So wait, because I was looking for Pearl. Because mm -hmm. I was looking up Pearl. Pearl's, Pearl's the, the old lady. Is, I got sidetracked because I think there's a Japanese horror movie called Pearl, and I was like, "Oh, is this the movie you guys are talking about?" Uh, but I guess that's not it. But apparently, there's a, another movie <laughs> called Pearl, which is a, a Japanese horror no, movie. No. But, uh, but yeah, X is good. Yeah, X is really good. Unfortunately named, though, not because of the rated X part, but because how do you search yeah. online for a movie X called movie. X? You to, I guess Me and God, X the movie. Yeah. <laughs> He's great. Yeah, oh, me and God. So yeah. Pearl must be the That's movie that I heard about where this is the new oh, maybe. movie yeah. of X, right? That just, did Pearl, this Pearl just come out? Yeah, it just came out. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Oh, and I saw, I can't recommend, and I, I was all, I wanted to like it, and I don't know, if people like it, then I'm, I support it, because I wanted to like this movie, and it's a movie I should like, what but is I didn't, it? <laughs> but Necrotronic 
Necrotronic. Have you seen this? T is that on like it's on Twitter? Okay. I've I've not. I've Is that the one with the It's been on my watch list for a long time ever since it hit Shutter. No, this is Thank you. Nice. This is no, that's an Australian right? movie about a phone app game uh, that where you catch ghosts and then it turns like out yeah, like the Pokemon game. But then it turns out that you're actually catching real ghosts and sending Ooh. them to hell <gasps> to fuel, like, hell. And it's bad. And Monica Bellucci is in it. And <gasps> she plays a demon, like, the main demon villain. And it's Leave very, it. like... Yeah, of course. And it's very, like, Evil Dead over the top. And it wasn't good. It's not good. I wanted to like Aww. it. And I wanted to like it throughout Monica the whole thing, But... It's just not, it's not so great, but it was trying and it was, it is it, a man who liked the happening. I mean, that's, yeah. Well, this is a movie that's, it's not so bad. It's good. It's, <laughs> it's more that it's like, it almost is good. It's almost that kind of cult good movie, but mm -hmm. uh, it just kind of falls short. It doesn't oh, quite bad. Make it. it has a lot of good elements, but somebody mm -hmm. switched out the sugar for salt. Yeah. And yeah, I won't. Uh, it, people should watch it mm -hmm. and just and check it out anyways. But it's Monica it's, Bellucci. Yeah, it should have been good, but unfortunately, and it does the thing I hate now too, where everybody keeps stealing uh, the character. You know, um, in American Werewolf in London, uh, his best friend gets murdered, oh, and then he becomes yeah. like the zombie friend who's like the, the, the comedy relief. They stole, straight up stole that. The Tom Cruise mummy movie straight up stole that. It's like, stop stealing that. We, this <laughs> The friendly zombie sidekick. It's not... It, Amer nobody can top American Werewolf. In yeah, I got old. I mean, I remember seeing it in Idle Hands, right? Mm -hmm. They, they kind of that, that too, yeah. With uh, Seth mm -hmm. Green? Mm -hmm. Or they're just, yeah, the sidekicks, but yeah, it's just... The undead It, it got worn out quick. Mm -hmm. But I did like that new Hellraiser. It does look legitimately good. Exciting. Uh, for sure. Yep. Yeah, and, the Night you know, House, the Night House was, was definitely my favorite release the of that was year. A good, so. I, I got high expectations. Good horror movie, too, I think. It's trippy. Hmm. <sighs> All right, well, shall we call it a mm -hmm. night? Absolutely. Let's wrap it up. So again, next week we have The Guardian to close out Anaphobia yeah. before we do uh, some Halloween selections throughout all of October. Uh, so if you guys are looking to keep in contact with our podcast, you can find our video content on YouTube at Handle with Scare Pod. You can also find us on Twitter at Handle with Scare. And, uh, you know, outside of that, if you want to contact us, you can do so via email at handlewithscarepod at gmail.com. But for now, guys, that will do it for us here tonight on Handle with Scare. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you guys back next week. Take care.